This is the first time that the Soviet Union has publicly displayed weapons classified gold July Bujum. Here they are. Video clip. Later in the same day, a seemingly endless stream of armor and soldiers marches across the square, turning the air gray with diesel fumes. The trucks roll in line eight abreast, with soldiers sitting erect in the back. Behind them rumble a battalion of T-56s, their commanders standing at attention in their cupolas saluting the stand. Jets race low and loud overhead, formations of MiG-17 fighters. Behind the tanks sprawl a formation of four low loaders, huge tractors towing low-slung trailers, their load beds strapped down under olive drab tarpaulins. Whatever is under them is uneven, a bit like a loaf of bread the size of a small house. The trucks have an escort of jeep-like vehicles to either side. In the back of each, armed soldiers sit to attention. There are big five-pointed stars outlined in silver on each tarpaulin. Each star is surrounded by a stylized silver circle, unit insignia perhaps, but not in the standard format for Red Army units. There's lettering around the circles in a strangely stylized script. Voiceover. These are live servitors under transient control. The vehicles towing them bear the insignia of the 2nd Guards Engineering Brigade, a penal construction unit based in Bakara and used for structural engineering assignments relating to nuclear installations in the Ukraine and Azerbaijan. This is the first time that any Dresden Agreement Party openly demonstrated ownership of this technology. In this instance, the conclusion we are intended to draw is that the 2nd Guards Engineering Brigade operates four units. Given existing figures for the Soviet Orbat, we can then extrapolate a total task strength of 288 servitors if this unit is typical. Video clip. Five huge Tu-95 Bear bombers thunder across the Moscow skies. Voice over. This conclusion is questionable. For example, in 1964, a total of 240 Bear bomber passes were made over the reviewing stand in front of the Lenin Mausoleum. However, at that time, technical reconnaissance assets verified that the Soviet Air Force had hard stand parking for only 160 of these aircraft. And estimates of airframe production based on photographs of the extent of the Tupolev Bureau's works indicate that total production to that date was between 60 and 180 bombers. Further analysis of photographic evidence from the 1964 parade suggests that a single group of 20 aircraft in four formations of five made repeated passes through the same airspace, the main arc of their circuit lying outside visual observation range of Moscow. This gave rise to the erroneous capacity report of 1964 in which the first strike delivery capability of the Soviet Union was overestimated by as much as 300%. We must therefore take anything that they show us in red square with a pinch of salt when preparing force estimates. Quite possibly these four servitors are all they've got. Then again, the actual battalion strength may be considerably higher. Still photographic sequence. From very high altitude, possibly in orbit, an eagle's eye view of a remote village in mountainous country. Small huts huddled together beneath a craggy outcrop. Goats graze nearby. In the second photograph, something has rolled through the village, leaving a trail of devastation. The path is quite unlike the trail of damage left by an artillery bombardment. 
Something roughly four meters wide has shaven the rocky plateau smooth, wearing it down as if with a terrible heat. A corner of a shack leans drunkenly, the other half sliced away cleanly. White bones gleam faintly in the track. No vultures descend to stab at the remains. Voice over. These images were taken very recently on successive orbital passes of a KH-11 satellite. They were timed precisely 89 minutes apart. This village was the home of a principal Mujahideen leader. Note the similar footprint to the payloads on the load beds of the trucks seen at the 1962 parade. These indicators were present, denoting the presence of servitor units in use by Soviet forces in Afghanistan. The four-meter-wide gauge of the assimilation track. The total molecular breakdown of organic matter in the track.